Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Uh, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your and Diamond Update. So we are on the sixth uh, day of Black History Month. And it's uh, going half fast. over. Yeah. <laughs> it is going by fast. <laughs> half over. Um, remember that if you are going to be in uh, Vegas, it's Friday and Saturday. I'm going to be there with the Shaq All-Star to be myself, said the entertainer, uh, Ida Rodriguez, Daisy Bank, hosted by the one and only Dion Cole. So, uh, happy birthday to Tennessee. Happy birthday to Axel Rose. Happy birthday to Chris Humphreys. Boy, when Kim left him, boy. See, remember when remember when Kim Kardashian used to go to to the Nets game? They used to show her all the time. Sure did. That's what happens. Uh, happy birthday to Robert Townsend. Happy birthday to Kevon Looney. Happy birthday to Amy Ro- uh, Amy Roback. Amy Roback. Uh, T.J. Holmes, Muse or Broad or oh. <laughs> I don't know. This is Muse. This is old lady, ain't it? Uh, happy birthday to Anna Diop uh, from the Titans and us. Happy birthday, posthumously to the one and only Bob Marley. Can't wait to mm. see the movie. Can't oh, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Happy birthday to Babe Ruth. Somebody now, Hank Aaron's uh, statue is gone, right? Yeah, they found what? it. They found it. Uh, no, not Hank Aaron. That was Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. I'm sorry. Jackie Robinson's statue is gone, and people's like, "Well, maybe they don't like baseball." Well, I bet you Babe Ruth's statue is healthy as hell. I'm gonna go with yes. This on that fat one. racist ass. Happy uh, uh, belated. Happy posthumous birthday to him. Happy birthday to Ronald Reagan. Here's what. <laughs> Ronald Reagan, uh, remember the good die young? I remember I got in trouble. I, I, I don't know any grown man can get in trouble. I was actually in Milwaukee, and I said Ronald Reagan lived a long time. He lived he he lived so long he didn't even remember anything anymore, right? <laughs> and I said only the good die young, like because they, they if you do a lot of good for a lot of people, um, people will try to assassinate you. Yeah, like they will like Jesus, Doctor King, God, you know Doctor King. <laughs> Ronald Reagan just he lived so long life went alright we've done all we can <laughs> we've run all the evil out of this one enough he can walk around secret nothing gonna happen to him uh, happy birthday to Zsa Gabor she beat up the police and nothing happened huh? was that Ava or Zsa I think that was Zsa I can't yeah. it was it was Zsa them the got, got hands or something for yeah. police like traffic in Beverly Hills mm-hmm. and, and not, not one of the hills Yep, after <laughs> round. I didn't go quite like and that. And happy right? birthday to Natalie Cole. We got a great show lined up for you. Of course, Jasmine will tell us what's trending. I'm going to have a little note from the GD section. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Jazz man. What, man? Tell us what's trending. Man, the people in Egypt are really angry. Did you see the... Uh, They've been angry since no, no, the pharaoh. No, 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 no. Well, <laughs> that's part of the problem. You know, the pyramids, yeah. right? And I'm sure you've seen the pictures, or if you've been to Egypt, you know, you've seen... You know, they're old, so yeah, they have damage. Yeah. Well, some people thought it might be a good idea to go in and kind of, you know, zhuzh them up a little bit, but they're using granite. Zhuzh? Yeah. It looks crazy. Yeah. They look like bricks at the bottom. But I'll tell you what, who didn't do it? Uh, Mexicans didn't do it because they look spectacular. No. Uh-uh. Mm. It looks crazy, and they are very upset. They say that it's you know it's absurd that they're doing this and you know destroying the heritage of of you know this amazing you know symbol. You, you know, and they were the, like, leave it alone. It, they should. Napoleon blew the nose off the Sphinx. It's, uh, it looks crazy. I heard a comedian tell a joke. He said, you know, uh, there are pyramids in Egypt and there are pyramids in Mexico. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, in Africa, in, in Egypt, they wonder who built the pyramids, but nobody wonders who built the pyramids in <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> nobody goes, no, <laughs> nobody, nobody wonders who did that. They're like, we Funny. know, yeah, we know, we yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, it looks really bad. Yeah. So they're not, they're not happy yeah, at all. Yeah. Also, trending people are still talking about. Uh, this, she revealed this last week, but I guess this weekend for whatever people really talked about it. Gail King giving a guy she dated four thousand dollars. For child support. For child support and, for, and new furniture. He yeah. needed some furniture. She, but he don't. She'd only been dating him for like a couple of couple of weeks. She she, get, she made ten million dollars a year. Well, no, this isn't now. This was like a little while ago. Oh, okay. Four when, grand. When, 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 a little while ago, support? like when? Well, I don't know. Just a little while back. I don't. I think it was pre making... CBS. Mm-hmm. Oh, pre CBS. Yeah, when mm-hmm. she was just Gail King at a local news station. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he must have pushed her wig back. Come on, yeah. man. He must have done something. He I mean, that's a lot of pushing. It was Four Gail Kane. Now, she did say he paid her back, like he said, yeah. you know. I don't know if I could give you 4000 yeah, we, we know you couldn't, Jasmine. And we just not getting the thick nah. of it. I'm going to go with no. Mm. <laughs> you can get $20 from you. I'm going to go with no on that one. Four grand? But baby, you just started, and you, so okay. you. First of all, you already know it's some baby mama drama. You okay. behind on your child support, you, you're talking and like, you need some new furniture. Come on, stop. Yeah, I, uh, okay, because because okay, no, for me, yeah. Okay. But she, you know what she said? I never looked at him the same after yeah, that. Yeah, of course right. not. Right? Yeah, but his 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 statement looked better after that. <laughs> well, <laughs> that he, so did his living room. He, you think he cared? Right? Yeah, I don't think he was too concerned. With <laughs> Who's gonna buy? What could you get? The, uh, you see this lacquer panther? I ain't gonna get rid of this. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> King got this for me. And it's when you ask. He probably was. <laughs> Little note from the GED sex of the DL Hughley show. So again, what I'm what I'm determined to do is to say the things that I believe. I don't tend to obfuscate. I say. How I feel, what I feel, why I feel that way. I'm not trying to be a double operative and pretend I feel one way and do another thing. So it's an interesting point when I hear Nikki Haley say a couple of things that I think are interesting. One, she uh, intimated that it would be up to states to decide if they secede from the union. Now, she's from South Carolina, which is totally dependent on the United States of America. Let's pretend that there are some states, like even if Texas left and seceded the nation, they they are financial powerhouses. South Carolina is not. The state you represent is not. And what she's doing is capitulating to a mindset. But you want to run the nation that you think it's okay if it's fragmented for. You know that war that you said didn't exist? Lincoln fought that war because people had the mindset you do not right now. But now you want to be the person in charge, uh, which, which I find very interesting. What do you think would happen if Texas seceded from you? Do you think corporations would stay there? Or would they want to be in business with the whole of the United States of America? Oh, yeah. They stay, or do you think that the, the army bases would stay there? Do you think that the, the, the United States of America would just say all the roads we built, the parks, those things, the airports you can have or you'd have to rent that from us? So it's, it's, it's simpler than that. But somebody who is trucking deliberately on the lowest common denominators just to get a nomination she will never get, saying things that she know aren't true, like saying things like, oh, you know, slavery, uh, you know, wasn't there was no racism in America, that Obama was the cause of all of this. Uh, she even said Obama was the cause of all of this upheaval. It, all Obama did was was live up to the principles that America had espoused. America had said any uh, any boy, any girl can grow up and be president if they wanted to. And he did. What did he do that was so divisive except shatter the myth of white supremacy? What he did is made inferior white people feel as if they, the walls are closing in on them. If you look, this is not even trying to be racist or, or, or evil or even anything but clear. If you look at who is living, who's thriving, who's not.
the most the, the people who have uh, had a downtick in life who are who are dying proportionally out of from alcoholism from drug use are uneducated white people and these are the people who are the most angry at Obama when you say things like he um you know we didn't have these problems before him really before him right so everything was a panacea everything was great before him what Obama did was expose the very feelings that we're going through now it began the tea party when they would go to when men would, would grab arms and sit outside where the president of the United States was speaking so this was the forebearer to, to Donald Trump what happened was the the reaction of the country is is to Barack Obama was Trump. They like he Trump became the champion of disenfranchised, uh, of uneducated white people, and other craving white people who believe that that you know this should be their country and that he will be useful in terms of what he can do from a from a, uh, a financial standpoint. But let's be clear: you don't get to say things and not have anybody respond to them. Tim Scott is lying. He says. If, if, if we're talking about an economic question, there was no point. This is not me. You can Google it for yourself. The Department of Labor and Statistics. This is the lowest unemployment rate for black people in history. And it's under the Biden administration. That is just true. He knows when he goes on Fox and says things that he knows aren't true. He says uh, Trump, uh, he out of his own mouth, he created seven million jobs. Biden has created 15 million jobs. He also got the Chips Act. He also got the, uh, the Infrastructure Act. He also did something on guns and climate so let's be clear you could say that you want your guy to win regardless of the parameters you set you cannot just lie and expect nobody to say anything about it you can't just do what you want you get full threaded endorsement to you know places that are lie tim scott would never come on and tell that lie because he knows i know it's not true you lie you you, you know the unemployment here's the thing we know it's true the unemployment rate's never been lower Job uh, Biden created more jobs than, than Donald Trump do by a lot, did by a lot. And that girl you pretending to be your wife, that's BS too. <laughs> so you can lie to other people and they'll take it. We will not. That's a little note from a GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. Portland has declared a state of emergency over a rising number of fentanyl deaths. The state is dealing with the largest increase of synthetic overdose deaths in the country and the third highest of all overdose deaths. Now, the CDC is uh, has proposed to roll back parts of the decriminalization decriminalization law, uh, which has gained bipartisan support in the state. That's crazy. It's sad is what it is. It is very sad. So a new study claims as many as 13% of older adults are addicted to highly processed comfort foods. Hmm. Older adults who were overweight or experiencing isolation also had much higher percentages. Researchers say doctors should screen for these addictive eating habits so that patients can get the nutritional counseling that they need. Hey, don't eat that. There you go. That's all you need. Don't eat that. Next. Don't (laughs) Don't eat that that either. (laughs) That's all you need. Uh, Thank you for that. Uh, so this is very interesting. Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. Uh, this is how we do it. But he's a minister now, too, right? He is minister mm-hmm. of music, I think it is, though. He said, uh, uh, Montel Jordan says, when a single parent gets married, they should prioritize their spouse over their children. Do you agree? Um, I bet you, biblically, uh, it says that you're supposed, when you get married, you're supposed to cling to one another, right? So I don't, I know that is based in some level of biblical principle, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a pastor. Okay. He, he's not either. Now, I'm like, sure. you look at me like, he see. just drove a 6'4". Let me four. see if I can look up and see what <laughs> King James says. Yeah. Oh. He wasn't a pastor either. Just a horrible scribe. Yes. Um, 
Um, so do you think that, that that Montel Jordan had it right when you uh, when a single parent gets married, they should put their spouse above their children? Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. Also, just up on Twitter at D.L. Hughley Radio or on Facebook, the D.L. Hughley Show, and the website is the D.L. Hughley Show. Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. All right, give us a call. Let us know what you think. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Montel Jordan who says uh, that when a single parent gets married, they should prioritize their spouse over their child. That is, I, I bet you a lot of churches teach stuff like that. Right. When Somewhere in the vows, ain't it? We'll go to our social media platform. Uh, what are they saying out there, DJ Lucci? Yes, Edie from Birmingham said, I guess it depends on what uh, age that child is. If they're grown, then yes. Not really. Mm-hmm. Not biblically. Mm-hmm. What is that? I said it was in the Bible. What is it, Jasmine? It's in Ephesians. And it says, uh, honor Christ and put others first. A wife should put her husband first as she does the Lord. A husband is the head of his wife as Christ would be the head of blah, 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 blah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. But there's no baby mama clause. No. There's no baby mama <laughs> but, but clause. But the argument is, when you get married, you should prioritize your spouse over your kids. And that shouldn't even be hard when they're grown. Yeah. No. But they say it, they say it's actually healthier because obviously emo- when you have an emotionally solid marriage, yeah. you have a good foundation yeah. for your children. They're he- happier and healthier and all of those things. All Most I know single parents ain't doing it though. Most single yeah. parents, nah, mm-hmm. my baby first, my baby yeah. first. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why your daddy left. Well, right. single what? That's why the dad stay with him too. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, Claudine was uh, she broke Ooh, the biblical Claudine law. Claudine was busy. Seven of all right. So do you think Montel Jordan had it right when he says that when a single parent gets married, they should prioritize their spouse over their children? Eight, seven, seven. Now, see, right now, if somebody, if your jaw's tight and you're rolling your eyes, you know who I'm talking about right now. <laughs> right, you, right now. Right now. Right now. right now. And that's why you buy yourself, uh-huh. too. Un- mm. Unclench your face and listen to what we say. We're trying to save you. <laughs> Unclench. <laughs> we got, all right. We got your call. <laughs> it's the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, Your indictment remember, update. update. Remember that if you're going to be in Las Vegas, I'm going to be there this Friday, Saturday, and Friday and Saturday uh, at the, for the Shaq Comedy. Also, Jasmine, you, you're doing something. Wednesday and Thursday. I am me and Willie Moore Jr., right. okay. one of your favorite people. I like Willie Yeah, we're going to be hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Hosting the uh, celebration of um, music. Of Such gospel the entertainer. No, it's not gospel. It's soulful. It's a soulful celebration. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, the question we're asking Montel Jordan says that if uh, 
when a single parent gets married, they should honor their spouse. They should prioritize their spouse over their children. Skip. He's not the only one to say that. Who else says it? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It says in uh, somewhere in the Bible. I don't know the exact exact verbiage, but it says uh, it alludes to you supposed to love your spouse as Christ loves the church. It don't say love your child as Christ loves the church. It's, it know. did say stone the hell out of your kids, though. <laughs> it did say that. <laughs> Spare the, the rod, spoil, the spoil it the child. Then did some disrespect. Uh, some disrespectful children get torn apart by she bears. Yep, sure she did. bears. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, it was I, a bear because they would say, "Go down." Oh, was he Elijah? Go down, yeah. old bald head. Yeah. They were, you know. Yeah. Matter of fact, why, why you teasing about? You better watch for bears when you tease me about my bald head, man. Yeah. So you, what do you mean? You didn't never heard that before. You were I've a doctor, so they didn't read that. She to you. bear. <laughs> they didn't read that to you. No, it was only certain books they read to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, these are the, these books parents, are for the loved ones. Yeah. <laughs> these are for the kids that are with their original parents. We know. <laughs> she won't be here long enough to hear books. that part. Let's skip. Uh, yeah. yeah, no way. No, Keep the book short. She's this not gonna book be here is, long enough to read the whole right, thing. This book is so short. It's longer than your tenure. Um, <laughs> Get a new basket, fresh basket. <sighs> Jazz That's kid. enough. No, I'm just talking to you. Um, so, do you think, Jeff? You've been married seven times, at right? least. Um, did you? Uh, do you think that they, that they single parents, if they get married, should prioritize their spouse over their children? Without question. Right. Did because, that happen for you? Uh, d- hell yeah. Well, yeah. well, no. All the all the kids was mine. Okay. I got five kids right. by two black wives, right. Right. and they're all my. Well, children. you don't got to say black wives. You can just say wives. Oh, right? okay. no, no, no. Let's make that clear. <laughs> black women. I, black women first, bro. I love black women. But anyway, yeah, you supposed you just won't stay with you? them. No, no. Not, they, 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 I start envisioning my trunk being lined with plastic, and I can't put your microphone by your face. Uh, um, so, so what do you think? You think that he's Montel George right? Right. I think he's absolutely right. You can't run a house that way. What happens in the wild when the child, when, when the, like, the lion, when he comes in, he eats the new cubs. Yeah. He eats he them, the ones that he ain't does. his. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Claudine would have been nothing like the Lion King. I know that. Well, mm-hmm. Here's how you look at the new baby. No matter what you say, no matter how you think I love it, you wasn't yelling my name when you made him. Oh, wow. How that's about that? Exactly. Boy, Let's start there. I wasn't yelling his name either. That's why he ain't here. <laughs> Yep. I mean, I'm just saying. And, and, and you wonder why she bears tear people up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're getting to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say... They're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Um, The question we're asking... Uh, is it... What? Did you just click your heels together? No, I was not not for any reason. I, I was I, I wasn't I wasn't kind of going his, anywhere. Right. That was him clicking the don't reach the floor. Really. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't leaving. Geeky, geeky, geeky. <laughs> um, do you think that, <laughs> that Montel Jordan had it right? Baby Move his high chair down. When he said, <laughs> "Move his high chair down." 
Do you think Montel Jordan had it right when he said that a single parent should prioritize their spouse over their child? Junius, what do you think? No, I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. crumb hustlers will come in time. But, yeah. come on, you know, man. if you want to preserve the relationship, you got to do that. If I were in a situation where I'm going to marry somebody who had children and they didn't prioritize me, I wouldn't marry. You could, it wouldn't be a good I, look. I would, yeah, I wouldn't be like, that. what? that's enough. Mm. I'm like, man. Well, I don't know what it means. I'm telling you, I well, wouldn't do it. What's the no, problem? Just, that quine is everything to me. Well, bye. Yeah, we don't okay. need these flowers. Y'all through eating <laughs> yeah. already? Where's mine? You yeah. Know, hey, no. Come on. Well, yeah. I was hungry. I wouldn't. Well. I wouldn't. Why would I want to be in a situation where I'm getting married to somebody who has a child and I wouldn't be the most important? Where if I got married and somebody didn't have a child, I would be, in theory. I mean, in theory... I agree, but yes. in practicality, I don't. Yeah. I don't then because, don't name them practicality. <laughs> <laughs> because, I, first of all, I would never marry someone. Well, first of all, my son is grown. Yeah. But if my son was younger, if you did not prioritize him, I would marry you. Mm-hmm. My thing is, he will always be my son. You may not always be my husband. Hence, Jeff having yeah. two or three wives, right? Mm-hmm. So we know a husband can come and go. But my child will Do always be mine. You know, so I'm saying, of course. I also yeah, don't sure. think that there is a blanket um, remedy for everyone. Every every relationship is different, uh-huh. right? Like you have certain rules about being, you know, the man of the house. Certain things you won't do. But what works for you does not work for Junius's home. He's like, I'm cool with cleaning. Well, and doing what these works things. for me is in the Bible. So it is not in the Bible. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. It's not is. in the Bible. It is. Where? I don't know, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what's best for your relationship. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jeff, what were you going to say? Uh, I, I just keep hearing black women coming up with more and more stipulations on how not to have somebody. Right. And we, we're we outnumbered by them. By t- Has anybody heard of the great American black woman shortage? No. No, there no, isn't one. Right. So stop coming up with reasons why a dude can't be with you. Yeah, yeah but I, I don't think that that's coming up with a reason so he can't be with me. I'm just simply saying, and I'm not saying that I would not make sure that he was taken care of, but <laughs> my child is going to always be can I, my can I child. Say, well, he wasn't always a child until you get 15. You And then I prioritize him. <laughs> <laughs> That's not hard. Before all of this, yeah. he was a stranger. Uh, yeah. Here comes that lady. Put that The lady you got to spend the weekend with. Okay. All right, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to ask, you're going get to get to the phone. Do you think that Montel Jordan had it right when he said that if you're a single parent and you uh, get married, you should prioritize your spouse over your child? 877-242-2426 is the D.L. Hughley Show. The question we're asking, the Keisha Cole song, well, uh, is even white kids singing? Love, we didn't know without that. Let them do it. Don't please them. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> no, never. Them do I it. didn't even recognize. Not that. Right. No. What was that? We need a couple of white kids in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kyle, God don't deal with both hands. Good yeah. Lord, he don't know the kids. He just oh, knows the mother. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. That, was, that wasn't much for the children. Uh, <laughs> He likes uh, white chicks on menopause, so that was great, too. Um, <laughs> Kyle, I mean, yes. Uh, yes. so do you think that, let me go to the phones, I'm going to get to you in a minute since you're here and they're holding. Um, Montel Jordan, did he have it right when he said a single parent, if you get married, should prioritize their spouse over their children? We're going to the phones. Well, you know what? It is biblical, but you got to look at it from the right perspective. God's intention was honor your spouse. 
You know, there shouldn't be a situation where you have to choose. You should come together in whatever you need to come together about concerning the children. But God didn't mean you put yourself in a position where you have to choose. He meant honor your spouse. So as far as the children being before your spouse, you got to look at it from the right perspective. Yes, it is. It is. Um, When a man and a woman, I am a minister, and when a woman and a man marries, the man come first. The only person come before before the husband or the wife is God. But a godly man would not put himself over the kids. You know what I'm saying? But if it's some grown children, yes, yes, the man come first. I don't think it should be seen as putting your spouse over your kids, but you and your spouse should be working together as one, and then that way your kids are both of your priorities together. When you look at it that way, you'll make people choose one over the other, but you and your spouse become one, so your kids become your main priority together as one. I really believe that the man should come before the child because that's the structure of the relationship, regardless if the child is not his or it is his. If they want to have a good man and go by what what the relationship structure should be like, you know, God is God first, then the man, then the woman, then the children. You know, that's my thought on that. Now, if I'm in a relationship and a woman tells me that she's putting her kids before her man, then that's not a woman for me. All right, Woody, what do you think? I think, yeah, you should prioritize the spouse over the kids. Mm -hmm. I think. Okay. Yep. All right. You have a girlfriend. She has kids? Yes. Do you you like the kids? I like them. Yeah, they're good. They're old as you are, though, right? Well, no, they're not as old as I am, but they're old enough where she doesn't have to be at their beck and call 24-7. All right, so you can... Hey, Kyle, hand me them cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but but, but, but I will say because because we're not, like, married or nothing, like, if her kids, like, push other stuff, I I would not be, you know, mad at her if she put her kids first. She should, in that case. Hey, Kyle, move your car. I'm trying to go to the store. First edit of the day. First edit. In Asperger's, that means love. I hope. hope. (laughs) All right, we get into your calls. It's it's, uh, it's the D.O. Euclid Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. So the question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, um, do you think that uh, I know? I'm excuse me that uh, Martel Jordan had it right when he said that a single parent who gets married should prioritize their spouse over their children. We're going right to the phones. I understand that it is biblical, but why would they say single parent? I think that if anything, if you're going to stay with you know biblical verses, that yes, you would put your husband first and. If the individual that is the significant other is appropriate or the correct person, they will understand how important a child is as well. 
I actually think is a, is a very good question. Um, you know, a lot of the uh, the ways that they did it back in the day, man, they need to start doing that again. You know, the spouse should be first. You know, today's society, man, they push that whole little woman warrior thing. You know, um, she's a lioness. Watch her roar. You know, these lioness try to kill the lion, man. You know, it's ridiculous out here, man. So I definitely think that, you know, you should respect your spouse and put your spouse first over the kids. And I think it'll it make for a stronger home. Oh, man, you know, a lot of stuff that happened in the Bible, man, a lot of that stuff is strong traditional traits, and they say it's nothing new under the sun, man. So I think that stuff still works. Don't prioritize your husband over your child because he made a commitment to that child when you gave birth, and you're responsible for that child till they're 18. After 18, you can do what you want, but the child comes first because you made a commitment by giving birth. This is Dr. Anderson calling you from Pittsburgh, North Carolina. I think Montel, I think he's got it right. But the missing piece is sometimes people have to grow to that hard stop. And so if they're not willing to do the work together as a family unit and the husband rules as a Neanderthal, it's going going to fall apart. So, yes, uh, the spouse should be put first. But here's the deal. They have to grow to that level. They just can't come in ruling with the iron fish. All right, coming up, we got the streaming hack warrior, Alibo. It's on the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for the streaming movie review with Alibo, the streaming hack warrior. What's that, Alibo? It is the debut in Eddie. You know what this means? It's the time people go crazy over a stupid holiday. The Groundhog Day. <laughs> it is the one day a year when we take our weather predictions from a rodent rather than the internet. I'm serious. Meanwhile, the Groundhog is the only one who gets to go back to bed after deciding. <laughs> it must be nice to have a job where you work five minutes for the whole year and be considered an icon. <laughs> the rodent is the goat. I'm serious. Today's movie has nothing to do with rodents, but it might belong in the trash. The movie is Poor Things, starring Emily Watson and Mark DiRuffalo. You know, he is the guy who played the Hulk in the Avengers movie. I'm serious. Oh. You know, when I first heard the title Poor Things, I thought it was about poor people. This is a movie I can relate to. Where I am from, we were so poor, we would go to KFC and lick other people's fingers. <laughs> we were so poor, we would wave a popsicle around and call it air conditioning. Uh-oh. Poor Things is the incredible tale about the fantastical evolution of the Bella Baxter, a young woman brought back to life by the brilliant and unorthodox scientist, Dr. Baxter. I must be honest, dear. So this doctor creates this girl. Her innocence is beautiful. But she is very unfortunate looking. She looks like the crazy aunt that smells like Lysol that comes to the family. <laughs> she looks like that scary raggedy Ann doll, grown up and made bad life decisions. Uh-oh. Like, she looks like the, the next bride of Chucky. I'm serious. Let's be real. This movie is just like Edward D. Caesar hands, except it is a girl and she doesn't have the scissor in hands. The movie is okay, but it moves really slow. I have to give it two armbags. And if you add this film yesterday afternoon, I will sing you in honor of the Groundhog's Day, a case of Groundhog Burgers. 
My groundhog burgers are fresh, not a roadkill. And when you pass it, if you see your shadow, six more weeks of winter. I'm serious. <laughs> this is Alibo, your hacking warrior with the street hacking movie review. Stay safe and healthy. Hamni, Hamni, Ham. Oh, oh. It is the DL Hughley Show. Your indictment update. Uh, in case you are in uh, Las Vegas this weekend, this Friday and Saturday, I'm going to be there at the Shaq All-Star Comedy All-Star Comedy. Whatever, Shaq All-Star. <laughs> Shaq uh, Junior's, you know where you I mean. at? You're not yeah, helping him out. Yeah, well, I you wish I was in the Lakers. I wish I was going with him. So, uh, you know, a breaking news, like, like Jasmine usually does, but I think I'll take the the, the uh, lead on this with Jennifer Crumley, the mother of Ethan Crumley, who shot up the school in Oxford, Michigan. She has been convicted of manslaughter, um, and she faces some pretty stiff penalties. Look, I think that more th- stuff like this should happen. I think that if you, uh, in this case, they bought a gun for this kid. Um, they were so concerned about it when they heard about the shooting, they immediately thought it was him. I think that people, you can have all these guns, you can do all the things you want, but there have to be consequences and repercussions to the acts of people who use in, in America, if you are a bartender and you serve somebody who's drunk in some places and that person gets into an accident, you get a piece of that charge, I think the same thing should be true with guns. I'm not even kidding. Right. So... And, uh, and and she don't have immunity and neither does Trump, so that's pretty good. He just thought... <laughs> Yeah, I should be able to commit crimes and nothing should happen to me. So the breaking stories now are that uh, first of its kind. And I think if if it's, you know, if it's used and applied properly, that it could be a bit of a deterrent uh, for people, you know, because we had that before. Sandy Hook, the mother got the got that crazy kid a gun. Um, Ethan, uh, excuse me, the Dylan Roos father got him a gun. I think that more parents should be held liable, like the girl in Virginia who's a six-year-old got the gun and shot the teacher. I, I, she 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 uh, is sentenced too. So I think if they got the mother, Ethan Kremlin's mother, they gonna get the father too. Oh, without question. So, oh, he's he's so, done. He's done. Yeah. So, it's a family affair. <laughs> it's a family. <laughs> And Trump don't got an immunity. I'm going to play the lottery today, baby. <laughs> today, well, Ice Cube say, today was a good day. Yeah, today, yeah, absolutely. So far. All right, coming up this hour, people get really upset with me, so we're going to give them an opportunity to vent with our segment called... That was full-throated right there. Yes, sir. We're going to honor someone's benevolence of the human being of the week. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Here to recognize black people who are making history today is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to recognize black folk who are making black history today. Rosalind G. Brewer is an American businesswoman who is the former CEO of Walgreens and the only black female CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Just a portion of her resume includes her being the COO of Starbucks and former president and CEO of Sam's Club, a division of Walmart. Y'all know about that. Roz Brewer, a Detroit native, completed her undergraduate education at the top HBCU Spelman College, where she earned a bachelor's degree in chemistry. She's a graduate of Director's College at the University of Chicago Booth School of Business, Stanford Law School. I guess I don't have to tell you, she's smart as hell. Think about it, my brother. 
Roz Brewer is not only one of the world's most powerful business persons, she is also a working mother who is married with two children. Now let's be real. Black women have been running the business of family for centuries. Working three jobs, getting the kids ready for school, cooking the family meals, helping the kids with homework, keeping her man happy, paying the bills and balancing the checkbook, all the while, while keeping the beauty and grace that embodies a black woman. For a brilliant black woman like Roz Brewer, running a Fortune 500 company is a breeze. Think about it, my brother. And don't let me leave out that Roz Brewer received a $25 million signing bonus when she accepted the position at Walgreens. It's about damn time a black woman was paid what she's worth. Think about it, my brother. So here's a black history salute to Rosalind Brewer. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, recognizing black folk who are making black history today. Now think about that, my brother. It is now time for the human being of the week. Jasmine, somebody out there is human. Who the hell are they? It's a second grader out of Texas. Her name second is Davini Jamarillo. Or Hamarillo. Davini Jamarillo. Le- leave that to me, okay? <laughs> so this is really good what she did. I said what you said. What Maybe. do you mean? So right after Christmas, she decided she wanted to help the homeless. So she started using the money that she would get for her allowance every week. And she started putting together these little goodie bags. And she, you know, snacks and blankets and things like that. And she came up with this idea all by herself. And she told her mom that this is just something that I want to do. And I'm going to try to make at least 100. And then, of course, other people heard about it and started also kind of contributing to her cause. So it's super cool. That is she fed over 200 cool. people. What? With Lunchables. Whatever. Let me tell you something. I would imagine homeless purple person Hell probably yeah. happy What's to get name? a lunchable. Hmm? What's your name? Davine Jamarillo. Davine Jamarillo. But <laughs> Davine Jamarillo, you are a human being of the week. You're you such know a who wonderful you are. person. Don't worry about yeah. it. It's we sound like substitute teachers now. <laughs> Jamarillo, Davine. <laughs> now it's time for what you need to know. With the one and only Sibyl Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. Nikki Haley is getting a big boost from donors to keep her long shot presidential bid alive. Her campaign hauled in $16.5 million in January, including nearly $12 million from grassroots supporters. The campaign also added more than 69,000 new donors last month. U.S. airstrikes on Iranian-backed militias in Iraq and Syria likely resulted in casualties. That, according to Pentagon spokesman Major General Pat Ryder. He said, however, that the Central Command is continuing its assessment of Friday strike against more than 80 targets. Politician, educator, and Brooklyn native Shirley Chisholm survived three assassination attempts during her campaign for the 1972 Democratic nomination for the U.S. presidency. Chisholm was the first African-American woman in Congress and the first woman in African-American to seek the nomination for president of the United States from one of the two major political parties. Happy Black History Month. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed be empowered. It's Jazz. Yep, yep. All right. Okay, I can say that. Paid like I meant full. it now. Uh, more of the Dale Hughley Show is coming up now that she's paid us. It's the Dale Hughley Show. <laughs> All right, it's the Dale Hughley Show. Your If you are going to be in Vegas this Friday and Saturday, I'm going to be performing at the Shaq's Comedy All-Stars. Uh, myself, Dion Cole, who's going to be hosting. We got Earthquake. We got Ada Rodriguez and also the one and only Desi Franks. Banks. It's going to be a funny time. Jazz is going to be hosting some gospel brunch or something. It's like not that. a gospel brunch. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Nate Burleson is going to be Christ. there. Oh, yes. wow. Nate Burleson. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, 
they just find the stuff to do for the Super Bowl, right? It's gonna be. I mean, that's kind of what you're doing. They just find the stuff to do. No, no, I'm same thing. Hey, Dad, Jasmine, let me idiot. ask a question. On is Nate? Is he married? He is. Oh, okay. I know what you're thinking, but no. because no. he was sounding really uh, <laughs> sweet on Jasmine when y'all said, you know, I was like, whoa, okay. I don't remember Nate Burleson. You, you know, he, she I was on talking it. all that jazz one time, and he was pretty friendly with you. I was like, oh, my Wait. goodness. Why do you think I'm going to Vegas? Well, his wife is I'm going too kidding. now. Hey. Yeah, but maybe Whatever she won't come back with him. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Not. No, 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 not. no. No, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Oh, well, whatever. Um, so I'm going to be there. Uh, j- d- who, who you got on the Super Bowl? Uh, the Yankees. Yeah, <laughs> see, I can't even tell you. I yeah. just can't, I, I just I can't ever bet against Patrick Mahomes. Never, ever. never will. Never oh, hey man. I was about to say. I mean, I know our affiliates in Baltimore are still heartless mad, but I can't do it. I can't bet against Mahomes ever again. Even though he looks like Darlene from Roseanne, I don't care. How much you gonna do that? I don't care. I can't do I it. I never see it until you say it, and then when you say it, I can't, can't unsee, unsee it. Can't it. Darlene Connors. It sounds like wow. him too. He does not sound like the 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 the, the alpha male leader. He, does not. he, he doesn't. We just, does we just did what we could do, and we didn't. <laughs> he looks like Sarah and then Gilbert. With his hair like that. He, he like, does wow. look like Sarah Gilbert. He does. And he has the pompadour. Yeah. <laughs> he does. All right, coming up this hour, we got a song from When Your Mom and Daddy Were Still Together. We have My Top Five, a little note from the GED section. And we will cover today's top stories with what's trending on the D.L. Hughley Show. It is, of course, Black History Month, but we are still dealing with BS. Jasmine, give us five microaggressions black people deal with all of the time by Kelsey Borison for HuffPost. Number five, when they expect you to be a spokesperson for your entire race. They really mm-hmm. think that. Mm-hmm. They really yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, we believe everything we believe. Number four of the top five microaggressions <laughs> black people deal with all the time when people marvel at how well-spoken you are. Oh, don't, well, you that. That. don't you worry about that. Don't you worry about that one. <laughs> number three. You sit this one out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number three of the top five microaggressions black people deal with all the time uh, when they tell you your hair isn't professional again. Don't you they never tell me that. No, they won't. Don't you, never. Don't you worry your little self with this no. one. Number two of the top five microaggressions black people deal with they all the time. Though. Never. Never. When I was, never. The, when I was never. on the Hughleys, they <laughs> wanted an excuse for why I let my hair grow. Yes, they did. So they have done it. You don't know what you talk about. You should listen to the first people who was there. I mm. saw the whole thing. Now, what were you saying about your little thing? You was... Uh, you were, uh, going on <laughs> Keep rocking and make it make sense. <laughs> Go ahead. Mm. <laughs> Number two, when a retail employee follows you around the store because they assume you're going to shoplift. Now, this has happened to me. And it should have. <laughs> I didn't steal nothing. I had no plans because she was anything. following you, huh? Yeah, you was knocking everything off the shelves, making sure it didn't happen. One time we was at Barnes and I had to come and go. Oh, she's with me. That's not true. <laughs> that is not true. They oh. did. They wouldn't take that. I don't know why you won't take my bank card. That's it's not, not true. Cold yes, the darkies are together. The darkies are together. That did not happen. Because she knocked She knocks the merch off the shelves with them big old heels. Junius. And then Barnes came and stole all her purses back. I'm just telling you. I don't know what happened. <laughs> and the number one of the top five microaggressions black people deal with all the time when someone tells you you're so pretty that they didn't even think you were black. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What? I've heard that before. I've heard that. I mean, yep. Lena, has that yep. happened to you before? It's happened before. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
Never to me. They always knew yeah. I was. <laughs> we don't Damn, get some <laughs> That's going to do it for us. That's all we got. Dude. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. It's Thank the you so much. Show. Your indictment, indictment update. update. If you're going to be in Vegas uh, after Jasmine's free show, you can pay to see me and say it. <laughs> it's, <not laughs> free. it's invite only, smarty pants. After, <laughs> invite only. After, after the matinee, you can go. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Jasmine's gonna be at a, a music soul festival. What is it? I don't know. I will be at the uh, <laughs> the colored music jam. We're gonna have the yeah yeah. It's the, the, it's, it's the darkies bowl. I don't know what it is. I'm gonna be at Sex Comedy All Stars myself, uh, hosted by Dion Cole. Myself, Earthquake. We got Ada Rodriguez and of course uh, Desi Banks. So come check us out if you take a notion. Jasmine Sanders, what did you learn today? What? <laughs> what do you want I want you to tell us what you like well I, I wanted to we didn't really get into what happened to the Jackie Robinson statue we just kind of glazed over it a little bit so for so those who wondered mm-hmm. uh, it was stolen right they had no idea what happened to it authorities did have some surveillance somebody had to walk around a big ass bronze well, the truck <laughs> it was in their truck but they had it on surveillance they still didn't know who did it but uh, the fire department ended up finding it somewhere like in a trash can or something that was on fire yeah yeah isn't it funny they found Tom Jer- Tom uh Brady. Brady's stolen jersey mm-hmm. faster than they found a big yep. 12 foot statue of Jackie Robinson. Isn't that crazy? Mm. <laughs> man. Mm-hmm. And they lynched him. Damn, how they gonna lynch the statue? Oh my Come goodness. On, oh my he goodness. He did have a yeah. bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, still. Uh, skip my man Cheatham. What'd you learn today? You know, y'all always try to understand people. These mobs that get on, get on the uh, internet. Why are people mad? Uh, Halle Bailey's fans were mad that she concealed her pregnancy all the time. Why didn't you share? With us. Well, she said she business. didn't lie. She didn't lie. Yeah. They she didn't business. tell them they about business. That's what I'm saying. I, I know a lot of people are superstitious and they won't say it till they have a healthy baby. Yeah, I know. They at least get past the first three months. Well, it's the first, first trimester, right? I'm like, well, I know. Because I mean, if you walk up here with a, uh, a a balloon belly, I'm gonna wonder what's going on. That's interesting that you would say that, Jasmine. <laughs> Uh, You're either pregnant or so, you need to get your liver checked. I don't know. What's going yeah, on? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Stomach crunch. Um, on the next D.L. Hughley Show, we're going to be giving a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator. Pull that string. We got to go. Tow, tow. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. See you on the other side.